Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage, and I am here with my co-host, Olivia. Hey, everyone. It's me. So today, we are going to be jumping into yet another positively sensitive topic, which is religion. Um, We kind of touched on it a little bit last week, but I think we both have a lot to say about religion and how it affects a lot of the way that the world interacts with each other, Um, not even just in the terms of being LGBTQ, but it just really shapes the way that a lot of different people move throughout the world and their mindset and how they view other people and differences and all that type of stuff. So yeah, we're going to be jumping into religion today and probably be talking about some sensitive stuff again, which is no different than usual on this podcast. I'm very excited for this therapy session because I feel like in therapy all the time, I'm just like venting about religion or something. Uh, There's been a few therapy sessions where like I've just bawled my eyes out talking about this topic because I'm sure it affects so many people like a part of the community. I've talked with a a lot of people in the past. I have like a bunch of stories from um, many others who kind of like have similar, you know, situations or circumstances surrounding like religion and like how it's affected them and how the intersectionalities of that kind of play into their life and um, their just experiences. So it's really cool to kind of dive into a topic like this and just share our perspective and our thought process throughout that whole thing. But before we start, I do want to give a big shout out to our Patreons who are our monthly supporters. Uh, We appreciate you guys so, so much. So much. Yeah, if you guys want to be a Patreon supporter, you can come or go and visit um, our Patreon site, patreon.com slash girlishpodcast. We do these shout outs on every video if you, I think. And we also do have like after shows um, where we kind of speak for like five to 10 minutes after the episode is done and those go up to Patreon. So if you guys want to be a supporter, um, you can just go to patreon.com slash girlishpodcast. But we want to give a big thank you to Allie Allie, uh, Ellie Kim. Evelyn Fan, um, Kylie, and Leah Rain. So thank you guys so much for being amazing supporters. And yeah, we just really appreciate um, all the love that we get constantly from each and every one of you. So thank you. Thank you so much. And before we jump into our discussions about what's going on recently, I just want to bring up two things. One, it's kind of a sad day because on the day that we're filming, Unfortunately, Kobe Bryant has passed away, which is like so sad because obviously he's like a household name. He's a huge basketball all-star, like everything. And earlier today, he passed away in a helicopter crash that also involved his 13-year-old daughter, which is so heartbreaking. So I just wanted to say rest in peace. I'm not like a big basketball or sports fan, but I still know who he is and I still like can understand how devastating it must have been to lose like an icon to a sport, but also his daughter. And like, I don't even want to know what his family is going through right now. So I'm, I'm just really sad about it. Yeah. And yeah, I've, like same with me. I'm not a huge sports fan. Like I don't really watch basketball or anything like that, but like, I know who he is and I know his name and I think everyone does. It was like a big meme. Like if you throw something in like the trash can like you you say Kobe like um and it's just um it's just really sad to kind of see um someone and their their child you know being an incident like that and so yeah I, a big rest in peace to them um and of yeah just sending my heart to you guys if you're affected you know seeing your idol um like that it could be you know really traumatizing so yeah. Uh, just yeah sending all my love it was really an emotional time even for me and I, I don't know why but it just like yeah really kind of hit really hard for some reason mm-hmm. it makes you think about life you can go at any moment but rest in peace um the second thing I wanted to bring up was last week we talked a lot about Nikki tutorials which is pretty much our main topic of the week um and we were talking a little bit about how a lot of people were saying that she is privileged because of her being white and her being passable and her transitioning at a young age. And I just want to point out that she was recently featured on Ellen and she literally brought up everything that people were criticizing her for. Like she 
acknowledged her privilege as a white woman and for passing and for transitioning at a really young age. So I kind of just proves what we were trying to prove last week about like, just give her a chance to like actually come out and be comfortable before you start throwing blame or accusations or criticizing her because she literally acknowledged everything that people were criticizing her. So yeah, good for you, Nikki. You're still the queen to me. Yeah, she's incredible. And yeah, it is really upsetting knowing that she even got hate in the first place. One, you never understand anyone's circumstances or their surrounding. You don't really know her reasoning why she didn't decide to come out. And like, you just don't know another person's life. And so to be judgmental of something like that, um, because of her race, or because of some success that she has acquired, like, it's just, it's a very like, it's it's just a selfish way of thinking because you you just are completely letting any sort of new information come into your head. You don't know anything about this person's life or like why they choose to be, you know, the way that they are or um, her. Why does she choose to be stealth for a long time? But it was really incredible to see her, you know, talk about her privilege on Ellen. And like, that's such an amazing and an incredible thing that she even got the chance to be on Ellen representing, you know, so many trans people and just being like on just actual like television like representing who we are and speaking about privilege that's that never happens that's never a thing that happens so yeah it's really amazing she's a queen i love nikki tutorials i've been like watching a bunch of her stuff lately too it's just too. She's, yeah, she's really before i really did it but now i'm like okay um so it's just it's really cool knowing that she's also fucking tall oh my god her she, next to Ellen, she like towered over her she's like two ellen <laughs> It's really cool though. Like I just like I don't know, saying that. I'm like it's very empowering for me. I'm not very tall, I'm five six, but still it's like yeah, it's really cool to like just I don't know, just see well, that representation. Mm. So Nikki, if you ever want to come on our show, you're welcome to <laughs> please come on our show. Yeah, everyone tweet Nikki tutorials to come on girlish. We would love to have her. Yeah. Uh, she would be an amazing cast. Yeah. Uh, um so moving on. I'm a little bit jealous because somebody got a new body modification, but there's there's like a little bit of downside. You had some troubles today. If you want to go into that, I was oh like, I would have been traumatized. It was. It's been really bad. So yeah, I I got a piercing recently. I've been really wanting like a nose piercing for a while. Back in the day, I was really considering getting like a um, a septum piercing. I was like, oh, that's like so cool, like very aesthetic. But I don't know. It kind of just like. Like my the idea of getting a septum piercing just kind of like went out the window for me as I like gotten older. I'm just like it's unreasonable. It doesn't really look that cute in my opinion, or not not for myself at least. I was like it wouldn't look good on me, and so I was like for the longest time I just kind of sat on the idea of getting a nose piercing. And I was like I don't know. It's gonna I feel like it's gonna hurt really bad. It's gonna be hard to maintain. I'm just like I don't know if I should do it. But I have a friend who like highly 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 convinced me to get this piercing because she has one she has a hoop and I didn't even notice she had the hoop I've known her for like um, probably like over six months now and like I didn't even realize she had a piercing and then so when I finally realized it I was like oh my god like I want a piercing and I want I want that to be me I want people to just not even realize that I have it and once I like looked at it like now I can't unlook at it and I was like it's so cute I want to get like a little hoop for myself I want a nose piercing so I just went out and we went together, her, uh, my girlfriend, uh, me and her, we are like the three of us, we went to get piercings. Um, and it was really cool because like I, I got my no- my nostril pierced um, and my right nostril. Uh, I wanted like a hoop, but they wouldn't allow me to get a hoop right off the bat. I'm not sure why, because um, I've seen other people get hoops right off the bat. And my friend got a hoop when she first went there, but they told me they couldn't do it. So instead, I paid for uh, a diamond. And uh, when I left, I realized that they didn't put a diamond in for me. They put like a little ball <laughs> and it. I, I was so mad. I like laughed. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And it was only like $10 extra, but I was just like really frustrated. But the pain like leading up, I was so anxious about like how bad it was going to hurt. Um, but like pain, it was like a quick pinch that piercing itself didn't hurt. But when he stuck the, the actual like piercing through, 
because he like goes in with the needle first so that didn't hurt but when he like put the pier like the the actual piercing through it's like a curved one and I, he was really aggressive and so it, like it hurt me really bad but um yeah the pain, it does it was, yeah it was like sore for like an hour but then after that like it was pretty fine but it's been like three days or so and then today i was at paxson trying on clothes and um uh, i was removing an article of clothing off of me and as i was doing it um uh, my my nose piercing got caught on the sweater that i was wearing and it well when i took it off it ripped out of my nose and so um I was bleeding and like I couldn't find the nose ring at all. And I was trying, I was like, I need to put it back in. But I was also like bleeding and I was having this panic attack because I was like, this is a, I paid $50 for this like piercing. Like I want to like get, or like 60 because I tipped, but like I like, I want to get it. Like I need to put it back in. And like I was just stressing out and it hurt really bad. And then finally, like I found it. My girlfriend was putting it like back in in the the dressing room of Pakistan. I was like <laughs> on the floor, and it hurt so bad. I was having a panic attack because I saw my own blood. So I was like getting really, really sweaty. I was like sweating buckets, and um, it was just like really painful, really uncomfortable, and uh, I was just, it was very traumatizing just to have a fresh piercing be ripped out of your nose, and then having to like put it back in with like blood like just kind of like everywhere it was just a very intense um moment so it was just like not a good time that's horrible that happened it never happened to me that extreme but there were so many moments where like I was taking a piece of clothing off and it would get stuck on my nose ring my nose piercing when I had one um or like if you're like cuddling with someone or laying on them and they slightly move the wrong way and they like sock you in the face and your shit gets all fucked up and it hurts too so it's like it's really hard to take care of it for the first few months because like your nose is you don't think about it but it's something that comes into contact with things all the time so it's like hard to heal exactly and And it's like sticking out of your nose so it's easy to catch on things yeah, I have like really bad allergies too. And I knew it was going to be an issue when it came to blowing my nose. But oh my God, like you really have to teach yourself how to blow your nose more like gently and like in a different way. Like just relearning like that motion of like blowing your nose or anytime my face get itchy, I can't just like rub my face with my hands. Like I can't just do that because I have to be constantly aware that something's on my like face. I didn't know you had a nose piercing. Am I this oblivious? I used to. Really? I, yeah. I, bitch, I had one Instagram. for years. I'm going back in your Instagram right now. When did you take it out? Well, before I got surgery. That's the only reason I took it out because I had to take out my piercings because there's like oh a, a tiny, tiny chance that like you could get like shock or something when you're on the operating table. So I just took it out. But like I literally had a nose piercing for years. That was my first piercing. Are you fucking kidding me? It was a tiny little stud. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so fucking. Did it close? Is that why you didn't put it it's back closed. in? It's closed. Yeah, I need to do it again. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm seeing it in the pictures. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm so <laughs> stupid. I hate that. Ah, wow. But yeah, was the pain like painful for you when you got it done? For a second, like you said, like it hurts for a second, and then the part that hurts the most is, like you said, when they are like trying to push it in and like rearrange it, so they have like their fingers up your nose. That's the part oh, that yeah. hurts because they're trying to shove it in and make sure it's fit right. And yeah, but like it wasn't bad for me to be honest. Oh yeah, it was really. I don't know. Like when it happened, like it was really quick, but like I like I made a funny noise, and I'm so embarrassed by the noise I made. Cause I'm like, it was just like a, like a weird, like grunting noise. My girlfriend was like laughing at me, like in the car ride home. I was just really embarrassed. I was like, ah, that was such a fucking weird noise. But it's like weird. Cause like, it's someone like grabbing your nose, like you said. And like, and it's like a, it's like a, twi- like a twisty type of, of piercing. So it doesn't fall out of your nose easily. So like, it's like a, I forgot what it's called, but it's kind of like a, a twist on it. So like him putting that through it was just really painful and I was like oh my god and so when someone has your nose in their fingers and like you're gonna make a funny noise but 
I didn't know. I'm I'm so mad. I'm so oblivious to like people's faces. I think I'm just like, <laughs> I think I just, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Oh I'm shook that you didn't know. That was like <laughs> my pride. I was so proud of having a nose piercing. I thought I was a bad bitch. This happened with my friend. She had it literally, I didn't, I'm so oblivious. I hate myself. And I made sure everybody knew that I had a nose piercing. <laughs> I think I knew for some reason, but I, I, I guess... I don't know. I guess I just like, I don't know. I'm, I hate myself that I did this. But it's okay because I don't have one now, but I, I probably will get one when you come visit, actually. Oh, yeah, you should. If, I mean, if we're going to like, if we're going to get tattooed, like, tattoo, like yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's like on to like the, like the, the next thing we can talk about. Um, this is going to be, um, we're filming this podcast, obviously long distance, but the next podcast you hear, there's a big possibility that we will be sitting in the same room together. There's also funny. a big possibility that it's going to be recorded and you'll be able to see it and watch it. Yeah. And there's so also a big possibility that we won't be sober hundred <laughs> percent. We might be a little oh. fucked up. I just, I'm excited for when I see you. Cause I just, I want to get like all types of fucked up. Like Same. I want to go out. I just I want to like I want to have fun when we get there. Exactly. And I think it's gonna be. I think there's gonna be like a lot of a lot of fun. I just it's crazy to think that like yeah we've never met each other, and I think I might film the whole process of meeting you. So maybe look forward to that, guys. But also you have a video coming out soon, right? <gasps> yeah. I so I just finished um my first documentary. Um, it's basically <laughs> like my FFS vlog. And it's literally 35 minutes long. So it's technically a documentary. Um, But it's probably going to be uploaded tomorrow. It's basically just like my journey through FFS. Um, Like I literally start before I got it, after I got it, when my face is swollen and hideous. So look forward to that. I hope nobody takes like screenshots of my ugly swollen cinder block face that's so mean but somebody i'm gonna be the one that starts like what the fuck ever i don't care like i'm pretty now so who cares i'm gonna take screenshots from that video and i'm just gonna publish them out and then put like the meme text over it like me when i get fucked up or something i don't know i'll I'll start it don't worry i have a i have a photo of you where i screenshotted it when you facetime me right after surgery so with my head wrap, <laughs> with your head wrap, and you were so fucking high. Honestly, your video—I watched it when I was running, and like your mom is the highlight of that video. I like was so obsessed with just seeing her. She's so supportive, and it's really amazing to see. I literally that part when I'm in the car, I don't remember that. It was so funny. It was just, like your mom was like laughing in the background, and you're like, "This is my mom. I'm with my man's." It was just <laughs> I like I literally don't remember. Guys, you're going to love the video. It's really emotional. I was getting like really teary-eyed watching the process cuz you went through like a lot. That whole like the whole like first week I think was like so so hard for me. You can really see it like the way you were talking and just like you seemed so frustrated cuz yeah. I know the the process was so difficult. So it's like really an emotional video to watch. Yeah, I'm excited. It's I haven't posted a video in 9 months. So are you serious? It's been nine yeah, months. Yeah, I just I was like, oh, it's probably been like six months. I looked online, nine months. Now I have to see when the last time I posted uh, because, like, what the fuck? Because I feel like I posted like a month ago, four months ago. Is that is that the actual last time I posted? Oh my god! Yeah, well, that's better than me. I feel horrible. That's still a long time, considering we were like I know that we used to do it like once a week. Oh my god, that's insane. It's crazy because, like, to think about too. I used to post once a day in the past, like I I, for like that. a month. I did like one video a day, yeah, because um, I wanted to see if I could. That's in, that's crazy, but um, yeah. So keep your eyes peeled for that video because it's going to be really, really great. And I'm excited for your comeback on um, your YouTube channel. Are you like? Or do you want to like be more consistent on it? Or are you just thinking of like maybe taking more time on bigger, longer projects? Like, do you know? Honestly, I do. I do. I just don't really know what I want to talk about yet. Yeah, it's really difficult. Like trying to find out what you you want your niche to be or like what you want your conversation to be about. Especially when you talk about the same thing over and over again, you want to change it up at some point. Yeah. Plus, like I love doing this podcast. so, So like I feel like everything that I need to say or want to say is through here. 
And I don't really want to like rehash the same feelings in a YouTube video because I feel like that's kind of repetitive. But I also know that not everybody listens to this podcast. So maybe that's kind of beneficial. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, with that being said, I know we can go straight into an ad break. I know <laughs> Gage has to pick up her laundry from the oh laundry God. room. I do. So to give us, it'll give us a, a good second to kind of take a break. And then when we come back, we can hash out our feelings about religion. I'm sure we're both very passionate about this topic. I'm ready to go. But, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll take a quick break and then um, we'll let Gage get her laundry and then we'll get right back into it. Okay, okay go bitch. I'm running. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so we are back, and um, we're going to be talking about the big, big topic that might, you know, a lot of people might be sensitive about, but, you know, we just kind of want to air out our views. We want to, I think I want to start off by saying that, like, you know, we're obviously not trying to pee on anyone's, um, uh, you know, religion or worship. We don't want to step on anyone's toes. We don't want to undermine how you feel about your own experience with like the, your own god or gods or however you wish to worship um we're just kind of giving our opinions as someone as people who are a part of the lgbtq community and um we just want to kind of give our raw opinions how we feel things we've experienced and yeah so i think that's important to kind of first lay out is just we don't want to make you guys feel as if you're wrong for believing a certain thing yeah. So I I don't have a problem with any religion. I think everybody should be able to practice what they want and nobody's religion affects me just as my choice of religion or my beliefs don't affect anybody else. The only thing that I personally have issues with is when people use their religion to talk down or bully or berate or make other people feel like shit basically because they don't live their life the same way that they do. And I think that is the most important part about this episode is that that's primarily what we're going to be talking to, especially in relation to being a part of the LGBT community. I'm sure if you are listening to this and you are part of the LGBT community, that there has been at least one person in your life that has tried to use religion as a way to persuade you into thinking that there's something wrong with you or that you need to change the way you are so you don't get sent to hell and have bad things happen to you. So that's basically what we're going to be talking about. It's not necessarily that you shouldn't practice religion. It's that it should not be an excuse to bully and treat other people like shit because they don't either follow the same religion as you or live their life differently than you possibly would want somebody to. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to see, you know, talking to other people, part of the community, how much they've been affected by religion in some sort of way, whether it was their family, whether it was close ones, like friends or even strangers. And like, I'm um, knowing that other people are having a say in, how you know they are living their own life and it's crazy how everyone talks about privacy and uh, how you know you should keep you know mind your own business but I feel like when it comes to religion it like opens up this like conversation of people not truly minding their own business but I think before we like jump into like the nitty-gritty kind of want to just air out like our beliefs like what we kind of grew up believing maybe and just like what we currently believe or like how we believe um, so how would you identify <laughs> as your belief system, I guess? Um, I would say I'm agnostic just because I don't, the universe is a weird fucking thing. And I don't think anybody has an answer to how it works. So I think as of now, I'm comfortable with admitting that I don't know if there is a higher being or what created our universe or anything like that. I'm comfortable with saying I don't know. And I'm also comfortable with saying that I could either believe that there is a higher being or that there isn't. And neither would surprise me because at this point, like I said, like the universe and the way that things work in our entire galaxy and solar system and everything is so complex. So there's like, I genuinely don't think there's an answer to it. So that's my personal belief. And 
my my family grew up or my my mom's side is Filipino, so most Filipinos are Catholic, so she grew up Catholic um because my grandma was pretty religious and after my mom had me, I would say like religion was never really a big part of my life. I got baptized and everything, but like I never really went to church. Um, my mom took me to church one time and I was like, I don't really want to do that anymore. And she was like, okay. So I, I got really lucky in that regard that my parents didn't enforce religion on me when I was growing up. Um, I feel like had they done that, my perception of myself and like my confidence would most likely be altered because I would be having to like combat all of these thoughts in my head about what I'm supposed to be like in terms of my religion. So luckily I was able to grow up and kind of just express myself however I wanted to without having like the whole religion thing and those ideologies rule over my life. So all in all, I would say I'm agnostic and religion has never really affected me that much because it was never enforced on me. So, yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Like just seeing like the differences and like how we grew up. Cause like you're also, I feel like, um, you're a person of color, your, um, family, um, has a bunch of different areas of lineage, but you also, in some sort of sense, um, had Catholicism tied to you. And like the same with me being Mexican, Catholicism is very much tied and ingrained in like the culture of what it is. And it is really an interesting thing seeing like my family, like I'm technically on my dad's side, a first generation, like Mexican American. So like my, like my family is from the motherland, like, and it's, it's just insane to see like how cult, like culture is, is so much like tied to religion. And so like growing up, it was really difficult kind of trying to obviously understand the world in my own perspective when there was this big push of like uh, my identity being involved in my religion which is never a good thing because when I'm questioning my religion I'm also questioning my whole identity as a person of color as a Mexican-American and it was just like a really difficult thing for me to like balance and understand the intersectionality of like, can one exist without the other? So growing up, I had like these, a lot of weird mixed feelings. I would really enjoy the idea of Catholic church. I would love going when we went and like the way that I felt afterwards, I I thought it was so cathartic, just like feeling like refreshed. It was like this, this time where we would go and like reflect on the week almost and and just understand and ground ourselves in the moment. So I understand the value of religion in people's religious beliefs. I understand what it means. And for that reason, I really consider myself a believer of like other people's beliefs. Like I feel as if I understand why people believe certain things. And I'm so accepting towards the idea of why people want to believe in what they believe in. So I always say, and I've heard someone say it before and I've copied it, but I've heard people say like, I believe in what other people believe in. And like, I kind of feel that where like, um, I understand the cathartic um, use of why people like um, choose to pray or believe in what they want to believe in or praise who they want to praise. It's the same as like every religion is the same in that sense where it's this technique of grounding oneself and understanding your surroundings and it's kind of like even like praying to the universe or saying like thank you to the universe it's it's um, a time of reflection and it's a time of just being grateful for what you have in your surroundings but I would technically consider myself as you an agnostic where I personally don't have any sort of belief system I don't really believe in a higher power um, so maybe more of like an, an, an agnostic atheist where um, I'm not necessarily saying that atheism is my whole identity where nothing is real and nothing can ever be proven. I don't believe that. I mean, if there was proof, I would 100% link back it. But I don't know. I feel like growing up in being so ingrained in like Catholicism and seeing the effect it's had on people like me in my existence, making it so hard to exist. It was really, really troublesome for me. And so I didn't kind of accept that path of Christianity or Catholicism, I guess. I think they're different, but it was really difficult for me. So 
um, I have like a lot of qualms with religion and the church and um, we can hear all that out today if we want to. But yeah, it's been like a difficult process trying to kind of get on my feet and understand who I am outside of of, of religion because I grew up so embedded into it. So yeah, it's been a process. Yeah. And we did touch on it a little tiny bit last week. And that's mostly because both of us like agreed that we like the channel Jubilee on um, YouTube. It's so and good. It's so good. Like I said, like it really... Like I'm trying to force myself to put my mind in the place of somebody who just who doesn't think the way that I do. And sometimes you get a new perspective and sometimes it just makes you really angry. And I feel like that's what fueled this episode because there have been multiple episodes where they have like a middle ground or a discussion between um, Christians and people in the LGBT community. And a lot of the questions that were asked and the answers that were given were like, I I had a lot of feelings from them. I'm sure you did too. Um, so we're basically just going to go through some of the questions that we think are relevant to being in the LGBT community and being religion and how people who are religious may cast judgment or insult or ridicule the way that we live our lives. Um, so we can go ahead and go through those questions if you're ready to do that. I, I would love to do that. Okay. So let's see, what's the best, what's the, we'll save the most juicy question for last. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess so first we can go with the question of there are times when I feel uncomfortable expressing my views around sexuality. Um, and yeah. I, so I, I don't know how I feel because obviously like the people in the LGBT community are going to agree with the statement. Um, But I feel like, so a lot of people that were religious had said yes, because they were scared of saying that they basically think that all people in the LGBT community are going to go to hell and they disagree with their lifestyle. But I also feel like because they grew up religious, I'm not saying that this is a fact, but I'm saying it's possible that a lot of them could have internalized homophobia and transphobia about own their own ideas and thoughts they've had growing up. And because of religion, it's like forced them to completely shut those feelings off or those thoughts from their brain. Um, and like, I feel like a lot of people are probably t- scared to admit the fact that they've had those feelings, especially somebody who is extremely religious. So I feel like it's kind of a double-ended question, whereas like it kind of relates to how do you feel about expressing your personal views on people who have different sexual orientations and gender identities as you. But I also feel like the question can go both ways and make them think about times where they may have questioned their own sexuality or gender identity, but are obviously not going to admit that because of how big religion is in their life. It's kind of, it's insane to me how like a lot of like these religious questions or like a lot of these religious people, um, they, there's a lot of conversation that center centers around like topics that have nothing to do with them. It like affects them in no way, shape, or form. It doesn't affect how they live their life. But for some reason, they're so pressed about it. They're so pressed about the idea that LGBTQ plus people exist and the community exists. And it somehow undermines their God and their religion. And it was interesting because in one of the Jubilee videos, like another question was like, do all sins weigh the same? Because that's a big topic that happens a lot in religion where um, the the conversation is like uh, a lot of like religious people say that like all sins are the same. They all weigh the same. Or if not, there's like sins that are heavier than others, like killing and stuff like that, but they're all pretty much the same. And it is crazy how like hypocritical a lot of like religious people are specifically. I think we're talking mostly about Christianity when it comes to like things regarding like sinning and in the Bible, what it says about homosexuality and especially like trans people and stuff like that. Um, like in similar or same passages, it'll also say things that um, these people that are so against like queer people, um, 
like it just upsets me that they'll use passages that like literally in the same paragraph will say things that they're like currently doing like i've had like my dad was like when i first came out was upset because obviously like he has a very religious tie but he cheated on my mom or like these religious people they'll like talk poorly about um queer or um homosexuality or trans people and like in the bible it, you can't be like a glutton and these people are overweight in the bible you um can't have sex before marriage and these people have had sex before marriage and it's crazy how like these people are pressed about things not concerning them when they should it seems like be more concerned about what they're doing and the lifestyle they're living and it's almost like it's projection and it's like projecting um their own insecurities about their um, undermining of their religious beliefs and it's so it's it's like really frustrating and like to even try to portray that or even try to question that or bring that topic up it's constantly getting shut down by religious people and it's it's so it upsets me so much because i i wish that that conversation could be had it's like uh you're constantly um attacking people for the lifestyle that they are living because they feel as if there is no other way to live because it's either like for me like I'm trans like I had to be this way because I was I, I feel as if I was born this way and I had no other choice and if I did have a choice um, or if I if I couldn't be who I was today obviously awful things might have happened to me and so it is frustrating seeing people try and deny that what I feel is real or I can somehow avoid it or I can somehow say no to it to please this being that I've never even fucking seen so it's just it's like frustrating sorry if I'm getting like emotional it's very no. triggering yeah but I don't know it's like I feel like most people can agree that religion is like a very personal thing and it's I feel like it's a relationship between you and whatever god that you worship or practice under and I feel like just like you said like all of these things, like they don't affect you or your relationship to your God whatsoever. So why are you so, why are you so consumed with like condemning people that have their own relationship with God? Like if you have a good relationship with God, good for you. Like just leave it at that and like let people live their life. And like, it's always, it always comes back to the Bible. And it's like, if you're going to use this artifact as something that you are going to passionately use to condemn other people, you could, you don't get to pick and choose what you say. You don't get to. Like if you think the Bible is the end all be all and explains how we're supposed to live, you should be following it to a T. You don't get to pick which ones that you want to use to attack other people. Like if you want to live your life and be as religious and pious as you want to, that's fine. But at the same time, you can't be contradictory, which is a big problem with this whole religious dialogue that we have between the LGBT community and religious people. It's like you don't get to pick one tiny verse in the entire book of the Bible to condemn somebody else when you are guilty of probably 20 different things on 20 different pages that have been said in that same Bible. It doesn't make sense to me. And that's what pisses me off. It's like, you can, you can say all these horrible things about people and then they come back at you saying like, oh, so like you're also a sinner because you wear this type of fabric or you have sex before marriage. And it's like they don't even listen to that. They're just like, it's it's different. It's not the same thing. Like, how is it not the same thing? They're both sins under the same piece of like religion. Yet somehow in your mind, you are making out the idea that one is worse than the other and that you have not done anything wrong and I don't get that yeah um th there's just been a lot of times too where just in my life I've, I've just experienced that like that stress of like of fighting the irrational like people that are, are so upset it's like it's impossible because they're just kind of set in their ways and their ideology which is always like like when I look back and I and I see from the outside of the way that religion is structured like um it's kind of crazy because it it just it it seems like when you're in it and like you're like together and like 
um, I, I understand the feeling of like this blissfulness. But like when you're kind of sitting on the outside and just kind of looking in, there's just like this weird like culty thing around it. There's all the same talking points when people are against um, like uh, against the LGBT community. There's just all these same talking points. Um, and it's just it's really upsetting to see. I recently like wrote a, a whole paper about like current like um, uh, laws that are like states are even implementing to like undermine like trans individuals and like their existence and like it all comes back to like religion and how like religion plays a huge role into like the identity of trans people queer people and um it's just it it is just so frustrating like I, i just get so angry i was in a um uh a community uh like a group that was like attached to um the college i was going to and the group was called like Queer Trans People of Color. It was cutie pock. It was really fun, inclusive, very exciting to go to. And we had to sit down. We had this big conversation about religion one day. It was like really emotional. We were all opening up. And someone came into the space that was like, they were accidentally invited, but it was like a closed space for people, part of the community that um, were just kind of venting out their feelings towards religion, whether they still believed or they didn't believe, like it was like really an emotional talk. And this guy had been sitting in there the entire time, just kind of listening and only chose to spoke at the end. And he essentially just kind of like attacked all of us in this like passive aggressive way and making everyone uncomfortable saying how like his God is right. Um, and how like, uh, we should all go to church and we should all like pray. And like, it was just really fucking disgusting. Just him coming into the space and just like doing that and it, it just it just is crazy to see like all these religion religion people saying the same thing it just has this like cult-like mentality where it feels like these marginalized people the people part of the lgbt community are being attacked by people that are just pressed for no reason and it seems like it's for no reason like i'm just trying to live my life and i feel like it affects and it offends someone and i just don't get it and like um, it just has like led and fed this society that constantly like um, keeps um, trans people marginalized, keeps homosexuality marginalized. And and it's just really disgusting because that, that just plays into the murder rates of trans people, the discrimination rates of, of, of gay and lesbian people. And like it's just I'm just I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah. And I think. The biggest question that relates to this whole dialogue um, in the video, the question was asked, do you support people in the LGBTQ plus community? And pretty much every single person that was religious went to the side that said disagree. However, when they were explaining their reasoning, most of them said like something along the lines of, I don't support people in the LGBT community because they're sinners, but at the same time, like, I I don't hate you as a person and I'm hoping that you can figure everything out and- I'm triggered. Yeah. Like, I don't hate you, but I don't just agree with your lifestyle. And I'm just going to say that this is my personal opinion. I believe that people who say this type of thing are- just trying to not be seen as homophobic, but they actually are homophobic, but they're just trying to not make it seem like they are. Because I genuinely don't understand how you could care for a person, but also simultaneously say that they're going to hell and that you don't agree with their lifestyle. I I don't understand how those two things can occur at the same time because I, I feel like that's fake. I feel like you can't say yes, I love you as a person, but you're going to hell. And I think that you are making a horrible decision because God doesn't want you to like men or God thinks that you should say the gender that you were born. Like, I don't, I think that's fake. (laughs) I think, like I said, it's a way for them to portray the fact that they're not homophobic or transphobic when they actually are and have those thoughts in their head. And one of the women even went as far as to say, like somebody fired back and was like, so how are you going to not agree or how are you not going to support people in the LGBT community, but you're not going to, you're just going to ignore the fact that you 
wear this type of fabric or that you don't or that you've had sex before marriage. And she was like, you can't compare sins like that. She was like, sins are different. It's just like homophobia is comparable to raping people and like pedophilia. And I was like, that's when I had to turn off the video because I was like, how are you comparing being in the LGBT community to being a child molester or from raping somebody like that? That is like what really gets me. And like I said, it just goes back to being contradictory and fake. And I, I just, I don't understand how somebody could think like that. I really don't. Yeah. It's, it's all manipulation. It's like, it's the, the, the talking points, it's all like the same, the framework of how they speak. It's all the fucking same. And like, it is frustrating because they're just manipulating other people by being this passive, like, oh, I'm not judging you. God is, or like, I, I'm not like, I'm cause in the Bible it says, you know, you shouldn't like don't judge your neighbor like don't judge um others um and it's just it's a constant thing where they'll be like oh i'm not judging you i'm judging your sins or i'm like i'm speaking on behalf of god as if they have the authority to and it is really really frustrating because if god is real at the end of the day i i'm going to have to deal with that myself my own soul i have to deal with that it's kind of crazy to think that other people want to be involved in that process for some fucking reason. Like, it is really crazy. Like, the, the question of, like, do you support people in the LGBT community? And then people just, I don't know, they, they're they they're trying to kind of frame themselves as they're not the bad person. They're just trying to help when it's like you are the bad person and you're just manipulating people around you so that they feel bad about themselves as if this higher being is looking down upon them but it's like no you're the one that's looking down upon them and like it's 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 awful it's awful the things that um a lot of people in the community are being put through because of this um even like in my case like my mom i had moved away when i came out um i had like was kicked out of my house and I was outed. It was like this whole thing. And I ended up moving away. Then my mom was like really eager for me to come back home randomly. And was like, I need you to come back home. I found a therapist who um, basically like had a partner who transitioned. And like she wanted me to go speak with the priest with her. And like was genuinely trying to like get me to like be in like conversion sort of therapy. Because in Florida, there's no really like a law prohibiting that. And um, she was just so, so ready to do that and for me to experience that because my lifestyle wasn't what our religion said was okay. And in that turn, affected who I was and as her child. And so like it was just, it's really gross because this is being fed generation to generation to generation. And as more, as more people are starting to become more vocal, speak more out, it's getting like, it's becoming really unsafe for so many because you have people on one side completely disagreeing with other people's lifestyle and the people on the other side um, who are just trying to live that like there's going to be these clashes of people and it just gets really insane. And it is crazy to see like how marginalized groups like people of color are like the biggest contributors to the what is making like other marginalized groups even more marginalized like it's crazy to see like you know step out and like look around and just see how we're all just fighting each other and we're all just we all want the same thing we all just want to live a happy and amazing life and so yeah it gets really hard knowing that there are people out there that are using certain like talking points trying to belittle you trying to like take away your experience and it's just it's really heartbreaking yeah and it's hard to wrap my head around but I can like obviously it's easier to judge people that you don't know so like if you've never met somebody in your life and you find out that they're trans it's easier for you to say oh you're going to hell I don't agree with you blah 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 whatever they say when they are attacking somebody because of their religious beliefs but I I cannot understand when it has to do with somebody that's in their family, especially their own child, because 
there was a question that was asked, like, would you support your child if they were in the LGBT community? And some people said no. And I'm like, how? It was kind of the same thing. Like, no, I wouldn't support their decisions, but I still love them as my child. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, your sole job as a parent is to take care of your children and to love your children unconditionally. That is the one job of a parent. And the fact that you are using your religious beliefs to cast judgment on your own child, that you, whether you consciously brought them into this world, you are judging your child based off of your religious beliefs. And I think that is so fucked up. Like I, like I said, I understand for like random people, it's easier, but like for your own child, your own sister or your brother or your parent or anybody, like how do you do that to your own family? I don't understand. Like that is so fucked up to me. I could never do that. And I, I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, it's uh I like I I I don't know that I'm I'm probably not it doesn't seem like I'm saying much because it is a topic that like it upsets me yeah. like so much and um and like when I talk about it I feel like I'm just kind of saying the same thing over and over again like why are other people dictating how others want to live their life especially when it feels as if they have no other choice when it's something that affects them and their happiness and I don't know. It is really upsetting to see um, how like religion has like played the crucial role in like the way that I view myself. And I wake up every morning, and like the con, the, like when the first thing that pops in my head is like, is everything I've done in life all up, that has led up to here has it all been a mistake? Am I the one that's wrong? And I'll even get these moments of guilt thinking back of like of all this pressure that religion has put on me. Like, what if, what, what if I am going to hell what if you know this is this is all actually real and I'm the bad person and I should have listened and like and it's it's so sad to see how like that affects me even today even after I don't even necessarily believe in God um, anymore and I don't I don't go around saying like I believe in God and I it's just crazy how I'm still affected how it still plays a role in me how if I have close friends that are around me that believe in religion or God it hurts and it scares me because it makes me think that they don't accept me and how I'm they're going to start judging me or they're going to want to force me to go to like a place of worship and that that place is going to judge me and so it gets to this like this like snowball effect where I'm just so like overwhelmed when it comes to the topic of religion like I can't see myself stepping foot in any religious place I can't talk with other people who are religious and I even sometimes get really emotional about seeing other queer people who have found religion I just it's really really like difficult for me and I've talked so much with like my therapist and he's like even wanted me to like maybe potentially go and experience like a queer friendly space with religion and trying to kind of hash that out in a place that accepts queer people. But it's like, does a religion that has for centuries belittled, degraded, like, and completely just isolated queer people, do, does that deserve my time? Does that, deserve, does that deserve my effort? And so I get like really emotional about it. Like I've, I've had these battles where I've gotten like really overwhelmed and just really like frustrated that like, if there is some sort of God, do I want to worship that God that exists? Do I want to be a follower of that person if they can't even, if they can't even accept me for who I am? Like if there is a God, why should I respect it? Why should I respect the idea of something if they don't respect me? And it is crazy because I don't know. There's like this back and forth where I, I always like feel this immense pressure of like wanting to, um, I don't know. It's just, there's a lot that like, I can obviously, it's like this weird sort of trauma response that I have of just like years and years of, of being kind of sheltered and put in this bubble and said, I can't be any other way than this way. And it's really painful. And I've talked with other people who have kind of fallen out of religion and not even people necessarily part of the LGBT community, but when, even when it comes to like conversation about sex and sex before marriage, I've talked to so many people 
who have had like premarital sex because we're in we're in the year 2020 everyone has fucking premarital sex but i've talked with people who have like their first experience having sex was traumatizing to them and there are like many times of them having it it was like a scary thought because of religion is like implementing this like seed in you like this is wrong this is wrong and so i don't know it seems like in today's age and it's just it, it's so harmful and hurtful and it affects more people than it does help and i just don't really see the value in it to be honest well i know that's kind of contradicting what i said in the beginning where like like i i get the reason like people do it is in a place of like i want to feel comforted by this but i don't get i don't understand it when it, it hurts other people i guess yeah i i really do think that religion can be a beautiful thing like like you said i think it's yeah. highly individualized and i think that your relationship with whatever religion that you are choosing to practice can be really beneficial to you and your peace of mind and everything. But it's the part where it trickles down to judging other people that pisses me off. Like I said, like I don't have a problem with the religion. It's just the way that some people use it as a weapon to go after other people. And there are already so many different factors that like are pressuring people in the LGBT community to be a certain way. And Religion, I feel like, is fueling all of those pressures just because people genuinely think that there is a legitimate reason behind what they're saying and that it's because of religion. And it's not just like an opinion based. It's like people are using the religion that they practice as like facts to come after certain people. And it just makes the world a lot harder to live in when you have all these different influences and things trying to tell you you're mentally ill or you're unstable while you're already struggling with your mental health. Like it's really not healthy. And I think we need to get to a point where it becomes something that is private and something that you practice on your own. But at the end of the day, keep your business or it's none of your business what other people are doing Nobody wants your opinion on what you think due to your own religious beliefs. So keep living your life and we will keep living ours. And everybody is left unaffected just as though my gender identity or my sexuality, neither does anybody else's affect anyone else. It's none of your business. It does not affect you. You're you're still going to go on and live your day the exact same way you would if everybody in the world was straight. Like. It does not affect you whatsoever. So that's that on that, period. And that's on Abigail <laughs> versus Hodges. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's such a, a hard conversation to, like, have. Like, just, like, kind of going through this. Because obviously I'm scatterbrained, like, when I kind of talk about this. And I want to support the idea of religion. But, like, I do have that struggle. It's, like, where... Um, I, I like the idea of what it means to people. I, I know how important that is because, you know, it's obviously celebrating life and celebrating what's to come after life. And like, that's a beautiful thing. And I believe that it's truly meant to be this beautiful thing. And Christianity has always taught specifically to spread love and to be, you know, spread love of, you know, Jesus, I guess. And, um, and I, you know, seeing it and just as like from face value, like I can see the beauty in it. And like, that's what I want to kind of like emphasize. Like, I get it. I get why people are so involved in it and I want to respect it. But yeah, it's really difficult for me considering all that I've went through around religion. And so like, I do have that, like, I have some problems with it and I'll, I'll go back and forth all the time where I'm like, I get it, but also fuck it. And it's the fucking worst thing. And I can't believe people are fucking religious. And like, I'll get like really angry about it. But like, it's like, it's truly this internal battle that I've be just because I've grown up being like, so coddled in it. So told that this was the way that the world works. And I, I can't be happy because this is how it's supposed to be. And it's really, it's, I've seen a lot too of people who are from, who are, who are queer um, who are um, like, okay, so I, I've seen like a lot of examples where people who 
say that they're like they were gay or they practiced be or they practiced being gay and they stopped because God was more important. And I see a lot of that mentality being pushed. Like, um, there's like this one writer, I don't even remember her fucking name, but she was like a lesbian, and then all of a sudden she became not a lesbian, but she still sees women as attractive, but she doesn't act on it. And like those are the people that are the most fucking toxic to the to like the community. Cause like it's making it seem as if you can just say no to like your feelings because I don't know. And it just, it's, it's, it's so hurtful to like know that people, a part of our community can be the reason why our community is still targeted. If that makes any sense. It does. And yeah, it's like these people, like I said before, have probably felt some of these things before, but they just convince themselves that they don't. And like that makes it okay that like it's there, but it's just easy. You you can just flip a switch and turn it off. And that's what's damaging. It's like, no, like you can try and convince yourself that you've turned that switch off. But I guarantee every night you go to bed, you probably think about it. And that's none of my business, but I can't see how that's helpful or peaceful. But I mean, if you would like to throw judgment at people in broad daylight and judge people during the day, but then go home at night and struggle with yourself, that's on you, not me. That's none of my business. But I think that's a little sad. Yeah. So um, thank you guys for allowing me to kind of vent a little bit of emotions around this. You know, I've just, when it comes to my parents and stuff and their um, acceptance towards me, it was really hard because religion played a huge role. And I don't have a good relationship with my family because of it. And so when people try and kind of talk about it or try and say it's not so bad, that like almost makes things worse for me because it's like, well, you don't know what I've gone through. You don't know what I've experienced. And um, yeah, I've definitely have seen a lot of shit because of of a god that people or that I kind of like grew up believing in and it it does make me angry and I don't want to say that like when and I know that like sometimes when I get like really scared or like really worried I I mean I still pray because out of habit where I'm like please god like make everything be okay but um it does like it is like this weird painful thing for me and so um, thank you for letting me vent that out. And maybe you guys feel the same where you can kind of see where I'm like being all scattered rained about, but like, it is really a difficult thing to kind of address, especially when it's so, it's so close to home. Yeah. And I'm not religious. So I think we, it was a lot easier for me to say a lot of these things because I don't have like a personal tie to it. Um, so there's, I, I I think it's good that we both kind of grew up with different religious backgrounds because it kind of fueled a discussion between us and like a different perspective because I feel like a lot of the times we agree. Um, so it's nice to have like a different perspective on this certain topic because we did grow up a little bit differently. Um, but yeah, like I, a lot of my opinions do come from a place of not being big on religion so they might have seemed a little like harsh or judgmental. But like I said, I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm bashing religion. It's just when it's used as a tool to put somebody else down is when I have a problem with it. But like I said, I do think religion can be a beautiful thing between the person and the being or the presence that they are practicing under. Yeah, I agree. And I'm just happy we're able to kind of just go over some of this stuff. And I want to hear your guys' thoughts too on like this whole, like, have you had experience with religion that was really bad? Or are you currently involved with a church or religion being a part of the community? Do you currently believe in anything? Um, it is like a conversation that I like, I'd love to have with someone. Um, it is, can be really difficult but I think it'd be really interesting to kind of see a discussion form within our community that's like based around this because I know it affects so many. I know so many f people feel different types of way 
ways. And I know you and I, we kind of mainly discuss Christianity when there's like a whole array of different religions that are so anti-LGBT, or maybe there's even religions that are pro-LGBT. Um, but it is like this really um, good conversation to have. So if you guys um, want to talk about it, please feel free to reach out to both of us um, or even the Girlish page and just kind of like let us know, you know, what's been going on in your life and how maybe religious religion has affected you. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening to us today. Like we said multiple times, I know this was possibly a little bit touchy for some people, but that's part of this podcast. We like to talk about things that a lot of people necessarily are the most comfortable talking about. Um, I think it's good to have a dialogue about stuff that makes us uncomfortable because it kind of forces us to think outside of your normal realm of thinking. And I think that's something that more people should do. So I genuinely think we're role models and I think we're making the world a better place. One episode at a time. Yes. So thank you for listening to this episode. We're so happy that you're, you know, we were able to kind of talk about this. Um, hope you guys enjoy our next episode about abortion. Oh my God. <laughs> no. In person. Could you, ima- could you imagine if we just like started talking about all these controversial <laughs> topics? Honestly, down for it though. Honestly? But <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Um, like the kombucha girl. Oh well, my God. Uh, have you been watching the reality house? No. What the fuck is that? You you have to watch it. I I see it all the time. It's these two YouTubers who just, it's like, it's like YouTuber Big Brother. And it's just like, it's, it's like, it's just, it's silly. It's like really low budget pretty much, but it's like really fun because it's like YouTuber, um, like YouTubers playing like a reality show where they're all in like a house together and they're all just like trying to compete with each other and like get each other out. So I recommend watching it. But I, I mean, we can we can talk about it in the after show. But with that being said, I'm glad that we were able to talk about this. And um, again, if you want to follow us or reach out to us, you can follow us on Instagram at Girlish Podcast. Um, and also you can support us on Patreon if you'd like to hear our after show. That's patreon.com slash Girlish Podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our Patreons and everybody who has been supporting us throughout the life of our podcast. And we will see you all next week with probably another controversial topic. Wait, no, we're going to be together. So it might be a little bit more lighthearted. So yeah, it might be more fun. Yeah, maybe we'll take a break from like all the deep topics next week. (laughs) Yeah, we'll probably, it'll probably be fun. But yeah, we will see you guys next week, literally, because we're going to be together. I know. Can you believe it? Oh my God. Stay tuned. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.